Eye from Scott Bale's legacy of giving people pink eye. Not naming names. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast, but then... <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that rarely predicts games correctly. And well, last week was no different. Go us. Um, so good. I know we're talented. On this week's show, we do look back at Toronto's first match of the MLS season, talk a bit of MLS, get excited about some CPL signings and more. And now to this week's panel. Joining us from Little Malta, say hello to Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Uh, it's our Burlington boy. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. I want to be medium Malta. Oh, okay. You don't want to be large Malta? No, no. We'll say that for so say that for Tony. Yeah. Well, speaking of Tony, um, I don't know. I he's probably spotted somebody in Yorkville and has to stop and have a chat or whatever. Anyway, he's not joining us this week. Yeah. As for me, I'm coming to you live from VMP Towers. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to this week's show. Do you think it was Luis Figo that he saw in Yorkville? It must have been. Ooh. Yeah. Plausible. Yes. Strong. First up on the show, it is the Union Post match. And, uh, you know, that was unexpected, at least yeah. to us. And honestly, I think, really, I think unexpected to most. If you told me that you thought they were going to march into Chester and, you know, run away with a 3-1 win, you are lying to me. No Don't fucking way. Um, you know, and hey, Michael Bradley can score goals. <laughs> Bullshit. Hacks. Lies. Lies. So it was a game that, you know, the the final score certainly flattered Toronto FC. Um, yes, they managed a positive result on the road. Fantastic. They, they multiple goals. No one was hurt. But that was by no means, uh, you know, a solid effort and, you know, a cohesive effort. Let's put it that way. Um, but Again, it's it's hard to argue with a 3-1 win on the road, uh, considering how anemic they'd looked uh, in the previous week and a half. So, huzzah. Um, I think uh, there was still some, you know, some obvious issues. And again, Michael Bradley being your leading goal scorer is probably not a good thing. <laughs> It's, but fine. It, it's not really sustainable, it. is it? Though it's good for now, as good as anyone, but that's not going to keep going. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure that streak ends at one. Mm. <laughs> Probably yes. You already got to two. Come on. No, I meant games. Yeah, you're right, though. Mm. Probably yes. However, um, nice to see them manage 
to do you know something positive on the road it's it's not something that uh they were particularly known for last season so to to get the this year off right is is a good thing um i don't know if you know there there was a couple questionable calls um the 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 penalty being one of them um and uh alex bono you know had an up and down night uh chris mavinga much better performance from him which was nice uh good to see nick de leon showing flashes of what we hope to get from him i think um but yeah, it's sort of, uh, it, it's funny, like, it's it's weird when you come away from a game in which they won and ended up winning decisively and just kind of feel like, eh, all right, good job. I, I, I want to feel more enthusiastic about this win than I do. Am I the only one? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, 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 I don't know if it's optimism. I think it's just more of a, this went better than expected. I'm also kind of chalking up to Philly just not being that impressive. Uh, but, um, I mean, I, I, I would have been thrilled with one point. So the fact that they got all three, it's like, all right, holy shit. I mean, I still kind of half expect this to be a struggle, but, uh, you know, prove me wrong. I'm in for it. Sure. I mean, it's a good result. Can't agree with that. I uh, can't disagree with that even. Um, you, can, you can agree and disagree. It's your impartiality. That's what keeps me coming back. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, is is this a sustainable thing going forward? Probably not. You know, it's nice to see, you know, Vanny showing a bit of pragmatism and going with something which I think is clearly not his number one plan. But He's going to wait until the good players get here before he actually does that and actually fell back on something that worked better for who he has and got a result with it. That's a, a reassuring thing in and of itself. But you know, I still expect him to be, you know, when good players do come, that he will be going out and trying to play like Man City, if that's the big plan. And you know, who knows how that'll go. But uh, yeah, just nice to see a little bit of uh pragmatism and realism and uh yeah all right go with three center backs and they don't look bad who'd have thunk it <laughs> all right well then since we're sort of like touching on this already what's your positive takeaway from this match um i probably just answered that question yeah, um, yeah it would be just that. all right you know greg vanny all right you're not quite as ideologically naive as you looked in the first game or so there. Um, Nick DeLeon as well. He looked, he obviously scored one goal, came very close to scoring another just before the penalty. So, all right. You know, he looks like he'll be good for some goals from midfield, which will be useful. So those are two very good things. Um... So being at the right place at the right time twice, I mean, that's a positive. Mm. Uh, uh, I'll, also, you know, I think the, the thing that I'm most taking away from this match is the number of idiots who are going to come out of the woodwork looking to ship Bradley off to Saudi Arabia when he hasn't scored his third goal by June. 
I'm going to enjoy seeing those people out themselves as being complete morons. Um, that's what I'm really, that's, that's my biggest plus. Um, uh, again, I, I could like, like the, like the games, uh, like, that shall not be named against Panamanian teams. Um, the, the midfield look, you know, competent for the most part. Like I, I had no issues there. Uh, the defense didn't really get hung up to dry all that often, <laughs> less often than I was expecting. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's my sunshine. Yeah, I'm go. <laughs> you're very sunshiny. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, Nick DeLeon, like I said earlier, like starting to show what I hope to see from him this season, um, uh, and certainly what TFC need from him. So that was, that was good to see. Like, it was like, say, all right, expectations <coughs> met at least, you know, so that is good. Nice to see Chris Mavinga have a, a really solid match. Uh, a couple like strong moves and um yeah as, as you said about the midfield to see the midfield you know a little more a, a little more entrenched a little more uh like aware of what's going on with the attacking uh from the other side so um i think that was you know there were some definitely some good things to hang on um not so positive takeaways from this match um the the penalty taking and uh you know we're, we're not going to be playing against paris mender or whatever his name is uh every week so uh you know i doubt we can really be relying on michael bradley being unmarked in the middle of the box on multiple occasions <laughs> that shit's coming to a grinding halt <laughs> mm. but it was so uh, fun Bono, like you mentioned earlier, he looked shaky. Yeah. Um, so that's still a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are negatives. Yeah, I mean, they don't call it like the, the junior jinx, right? Because like you have your sophomore slump, which was last year. Like, mm. what do like do we have an excuse cliche to throw on players in their third year? I'm just just, just wondering, just throwing it out there. I didn't. I just want to know. Asking for a friend, you know. Twitter's been asking, and anyway. Oh, okay. That Twitter poll. How's it going? Oh, I, I, I don't even know what to make of it. I don't. I don't. Stats, you know. Um, let's see. Not so pa- uh, positive takeaways. Yeah, uh, penalties are kind of shit. I mean, I know. I understand like shooting low, but when you're actually trying to dig into the carpet with the shot, I think that's kind of. That's uh, too low. I mean, like, like even even when you talk about like, you know, bass tones, like it gets to a point where the human ear can't discern, and that's kind of felt like like fucking just anyway. Uh, uh yeah. Other than that, uh, yeah. I mean, I know. think Blake was obviously supposed to have dived the other way, and then the ball just gets passed neatly into the empty side of the goal, but... uh, Uh, Is that what it was? you got to sell that shit better, Osorio, because... That didn't look like a pass. It looked like a blown shot. Like, it had no pace on it. Like, not even a pass pace on it. It was like... That's why it's like... Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I I literally just put, who's going to take penalties? Because, like, the futility of this team from the spot is starting to get pretty scary like this is this is this is like free throws in basketball do you know what i mean this is supposed to favor the shooter 
So, so what you're suggesting is what we're going to be seeing eventually is as soon as TFC get inside the box, they're just going to foul us. They get a penalty. <laughs> oh, so where the shack comes now? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Just foul okay. shack. The ball's never going in. Well, yeah. no, right, right now, basically, they're, they're, this is, this is old school. But they're, they're the Wilt Chamberlain of penalty takers because Wilt Chamberlain sucked at free throws, and he's one of the best players, if not the best player in the NBA ever. Um, and yes, that's a hill I'm willing to probably die on. So um, strong hill, though. I, I like this hill, um, but it's just, and and you know, like so. Osorio, I guess, was an okay choice, but why wasn't someone like, say, Nick DeLeon? Yeah, I know why, but, um, Mm -hmm. but, well, you know, he he was probably actually a better choice than Osorio, and I like, I like them both. Um, you, you, you obviously are not wrong in your Drew Moore stumping for this position because he's always very, you know, they're workmanlike penalties, but he scores them. Mm. He fixed the defense. He can fix the penalties as well. Oh, oh, that is is a solid, solid shout right there. I think, uh, uh, team people that still listen to us, uh, we're we're helping, so uh, take notes. All right, yeah, we've we've been this club's whisperer many times. It's true, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. (laughs) Also, it just goes to show you how really not hard it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, if we're fixing the team, how, how shit is. Okay, I'm not going to say football shit. It's like easy because that's not true. But I mean, if we're fixing it, have you listened to this show? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to come up with the, what the, you know, like hacker shack, what it should be. The closest I can get so far is kicker Nick. <laughs> it's very good, but, you know, <laughs> do better. I, you know. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> all right um that's that's all right okay so other than penalties taking penalty kicks uh what should they work on over the next two weeks or is that all they should work on over the next two weeks um or are we gonna have well, the josie altidore's bubble wrap is probably affixed mm-hmm. yes uh, sort of ready to go so you know you can get through the next couple of weeks of training and, and then be be ready to go. Now, uh, do you prefer that's, that's Velcro key. for fixing the bubble wrap or packing tape? Oh, at this tape, tape. Yeah, double, we, let's go packing tape. Let's not take risks here. Okay, mm-hmm. packing tape this. All right. I mean, I mean, I mean, if uh, what they should work on over the next two weeks is, I don't know, getting forwards to have some confidence to beat keepers one-on-one. That would be... Mm. That'd be a that'd be a good one. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe they just don't train. Maybe maybe they just figure ah oh, Jordan Hamilton. He's just so cool on the ball and under pressure. That was a fluke, or was it a brutal miss? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would like uh, I would yeah. like to see a little bit more, uh, you know, confidence. Maybe some trust fall exercises. Mm. Um, maybe you know what. Play some board games, throw the match. You know, but let's just let's build them up incrementally so that the next time you got a one-on-one situation, you don't fire it three feet wide of the far post. Fair, fair. Because it's kind of his job description. Yeah. 
that's that's oh. these are all good good ideas and uh yeah they have week and a half so that's a lot of trust falls i know i know <laughs> um work on one of those like a little elastic bungee cords to kind of tie alex bono to you know one or both of the posts so that he can't go too far away from uh from chasing balls i like that as well I, I, sweeper I, keeper he is not i'm i'm all for this plan yes <laughs> look at this look at us fixing this team yeah and, and people say we don't like the team which isn't true mm. we are here to help uh, one more thing before we leave this match um, is uh, back to Chris Mavinga. And um, so at, towards the end of the game, uh, in, in uh, added extra time, um, there was like a little, I don't know, a, a little dust up in the, in like the final minute. And uh, Mavinga reached out and if the guy had more hair basically like ruffled his hair apparently he's been fined by the disco for this for violating the mls rules about hands near face head neck blah 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 so seems maybe a bit much but there you go yeah now, there, there was nothing to that was there i not and I've watched I've watched the video clip of it back multiple times, just trying to see if, what I'm missing. And um, yeah, so what I'm wondering, and, and I guess the disco, you know, as we all know, likes to space out their announcements. Um, what I'm waiting for is actually something about the little altercation that Michael Bradley got into, um, which which was a retaliatory shove for the elbow or arm across the face he got so yeah, um, yeah. Fabian I, yeah. yeah he basically just like stepped right into him trying to knock him down it's like that yeah that looked red card worthy to me it did and it was nothing apparently so mm. um that is something I would expect the disco to look at even at both parties but not this so who knows again it, it could be it could be next week when we find this out you know the disco as we say likes to space this stuff out so hmm. wait and see folks wait and see yeah march 16th we'll let us know yeah. yes exactly at about eight o'clock at night show it's time for uh, mls now we are not doing uh mls wins and losses dun, this dun, 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 dun. and possibly not uh maybe not at all this season we shall see we're gonna have cpl wins and losses sooner or later so oh, a much improved and shorter version yeah exactly there you go 100 percent um, less kansas city fuck them <laughs> We'll talk about them uh, towards the end of this, actually. Um, there are some things, uh, uh, this, the Sporks, we're, we're going to talk about the fact that they're they're currently losing um, to uh, Independiente. 
Oh, there's a smile. Doing Dependiente? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Well, they are the giants of Panamanian football. I think that's Tony's right. TFC free Dependiente. If they beat us, they have to beat to win everybody. The yeah, they're going to win the CCL. They're going to win the whole thing. Exactly. Oh, my God. oh, no. God, no. We don't want to play Independiente. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but a few things to uh, to discuss. Uh, Bill Hamid, uh, whom we whom we love and adore, um, you know, as we've mentioned previously, had you know made some you know very boastful statements about being better than all the keepers that were called into camp. And then um, in their opening match of the season, they trounced. Um, what's that? What's that other team? Who are they playing? Those guys that everyone makes such a big fuss over. The white stripes? Yeah, those guys. White stripes, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and fairly um, comprehensive uh, win over them, a 2 0 win. In which I, for the AU guys. I, 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 I can I can uh, I I can enjoy their uh, their their losing things quite immensely. Um, who you know, sure, yeah, they may have made a few changes in light of their CCL match uh, later on this evening, but regardless, they lost. And Brad Guzan, after the match, um, you know, voiced his displeasure at um, Bill Hamid's comments about the fact that he said he was better than Guzan, and said, you know, like. We're supposed to be, you know, professionals and, and, you know, like there's like a goalkeeper's union. You got to have respect for your, for your guys and be professional. And it's just like, oh, sour grapes, Brad, sour grapes. And then I saw like sort of a, you know, Bill Hamid sort of like respond and said, you know, I never said he was bad. I never said he was a terrible goalkeeper. I just said that I was better and had Atlanta won he probably wouldn't have said anything and or had spun it in his favor. And I just, you know what? I enjoy this immensely. And um, I, I think it's, I just, yeah, I just think it's delightful. And I wanted to bring it up. Well, I mean, I would like to bring up the fact that uh, 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 Mr. Guzan looked fucking terrible. Oh my God. That howler he let in. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's people who, who clearly, you know, who don't know any better would think, oh, Guzan's played for the national team. He's played over in Europe. He must be better. That's horseshit. <laughs> um, hey, now, come on, but, be respectful. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, be I, respectful. We're yeah. professionals here. I, um, we have professionals. Yeah. I am not a part of, of the goalkeepers union. I am pro union, but not that fucking one. And uh, oh, you on your like. He can go. Uh, he can. He can go. Uh, uh, look at himself in the mirror. Good, long, hard look, and. Just remember that he was absolute trash. So, <laughs> Bill Hamid um, would never have fucked that one up. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of uh, statements and ones that are out there, so. Don Garber, who we do not like at all. Um, there's no point in even pretending. We, we don't like him. Um, and, you know, we question MLS's front office on more than one occasion for how they handle things and statements they put out and that sort of thing. And um, Jonathan Tannenwald uh, at the goalkeeper on the Twitters, uh, you know, friend of the pod had um, an opportunity to, to, yeah, he is. Um, had an opportunity to speak to, 
he is now. <laughs> we had the opportunity to speak to Don Garber, uh, who is was he at... the goalkeepers' union. Is he allowed to say unpleasant things? Yeah, apparently he is. Um, okay, good, good. We had a chance to talk to him during halftime at the uh, DCU AU guys match on Sunday, and you know, no one's asking. No one's been asking this question and big, you know, shout out to Jonathan for, you know, asking an actual difficult question that had, you know, something serious behind it instead of just lobbing softballs at, uh, at Garber asked him about the, the reports of the, the white supremacist fans of the pizza rats, um, in some of the supporters clubs. And this is stuff that's been talked about, um, for the last year, there's been reports of this and, and things written and things posted, uh, a lot of stuff on Twitter. And, and there's a couple of good articles out there right now about it, one on the Huffington Post, one on the Guardian. And, um, you know, so we asked him about the efforts or the lack of efforts to, to, to kick the fans out. And it was the, you know, a typical tone deaf um, response from Garber you know, basically, you know, what was what was the one thing? You know, like there's 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 good fans on either side or something. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. Hmm. Very fine people on both sides. There we go. Yes, yes, very fine people. And it's like, you know, are are you kidding? Like, I I don't know. I I think I don't feel like this league tries very hard to actually go after the things that are like that are difficult to deal with you know it's it's easy to ban supporters for um uh what was someone said oh you know like flares in a parking lot you know or for a sign they don't like um but they you know they still haven't stamped out the uh the puto chant um they've turned a, a you know a blind eye and a deaf ear to this whole situation in new york um it's it's uh you know like like should we not expect more from our front office or again am i just and i will keep using this since people seem to like it am i just being Susie sunshine yeah uh, well Susie, um <laughs> what, what i find very odd is that this seems to be one hell of a hill to possibly die on i mean to 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 be adamant about pulling down you know the uh, banners that welcome immigrants, welcome people yeah, to the and stadium. We're talk about that more in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, but but for some reason, this is like this isn't and this isn't actionable. But that other thing is. Yeah, like when people other, have like proof, that, you know, like that other thing that gets taken down has never known to harm anybody. But the other thing, which has basically harm at its core is okay so like i don't i can't imagine the conversations that were had well before this because this is clearly something he's thought about or at least he's this has come up in in discussions like they they've known that these white supremacist assholes exist at nycfc games and they're just kind of trying to dodge it until somebody confronts them which is what happened but that's the answer he gave. Like that's to me, that's extremely fucked up. Yeah. Like, like it, like it, at no point does he go, well, you know, that's stupid, and when we should root them out, and 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 make our stadiums a safe place. He didn't even try to do that. 
Like to me, that's the no-brainer thing. Why would you want an effectively an end game that's violent? Why would you be okay with that in your stadium? I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah, it's yeah, agreed. I, I don't see what the problem is with at the very least kind of condemning this kind of thing. I mean, there's maybe you know, issues and difficulties with actually being able to ban people or that sort of thing. But, you know, at least kind of give the impression that you care about it a bit more than than you did. Um, yeah, it's strange. I mean, another thing, I think the, the white caps, you know, they've got a bit of a controversy kind of bubbling up a bit there. Yes. Right there, I mean, is anyone at all once like the white caps or MLS you know, acknowledged that or I haven't seen anything from either actually I think like Kira McCormick um which is what we're referring to Kira McCormick uh former national team player um who posted uh a very detailed and disturbing blog about um uh, mental and sexual harassment uh, within the BC soccer system, uh, especially for the the younger women's teams, um, as well as some provincial teams that were back when the Whitecaps were the only game for um, for women's soccer players in this country, and uh, how nothing was done then, and still hasn't been done in this coach up until recently when he was mysteriously let go um, was still being allowed to coach within the BC system. And yeah, I haven't seen anything, any statements from the Whitecaps. Uh, MLS certainly hasn't addressed it um, probably because he's not within the, the men's Whitecaps program. Do you know what I mean? Like this is the MLS mm. wouldn't care about that because why should they? Because oh well, it's not it's not the MLS team, so what does it matter? You know, he, he could they can barely be bothered to you know acknowledge, um, you know, the NWSL sometimes. So uh, this is and this these Canadian women, this is from years ago, and who cares? And yeah, so that's a whole other thing. And thank you, Duncan, for bringing it up. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> nice going. Mm. <laughs> But no, it's it's it is a good point, and there has been more media attention on this. A lot of reports are being done on this, and um, I can only hope that some sort of you know, and these things always start small, but like that maybe more players come forward or or more, you know, something some small things start to change, because that's unfortunately the way this sort of thing works. Um, but hopefully it does. But back to you know lack of change or you know the tone deafness of. Uh, of MLS and, and Don Garber and Mark, you brought up the, um, the banners. So the supporters code, supporter code of conduct is something that probably most people don't really look at unless you're in a supporter group. And even then maybe you don't look at it and we look at it occasionally um, just sort of, you sort of see what, what the band behaviors are and, you know, and they make the little announcements at the games and stuff like that. And this year, a, a change to the supporter code of conduct is that they're adding political to the list of banned things that can go on banners and signs and so on. So as Mark outlined, you know, welcome refugees or refugees matter, or, you know, presumably, you know, peace or say no to racism. Like these are all from what this is trying to say. These are all now banned statements from within MLS. Is the whole don't cross the line thing. Is that now? Oh, uh, yeah. 
they must have to drop that whole line of inquiry that whole you know like let's 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 use our players and our supporters and all of our media but should they actually try to stand for something is this how we get is this and i say we as in the league is this how we circumvent uh using pride events but calling them something else but not pride events exactly mm-hmm. like, um, like i i recently saw i um I'm not sure if it was on Reddit or Twitter, but somebody on uh, somebody who's following uh, FC Cincinnati had noticed that their Pride Night game isn't called Pride Night. It's called, I don't know, some. it's got some other name and they s- still use the rainbow in it, but it's not called Pride Night. Yeah, I saw, I saw yeah. a mention of that too. Um, it's like uh, Equality Night or something like that. And even well, I think it was LGBT soccer, who which is a great follow um, on Twitter. They brought it up, and it was like, "What?" Okay, like, maybe, but still, like, like is so. If we put this in our code of conduct, is this how we go? Oh well, I guess we don't. We're, sorry, we're not supporting anything that's quote unquote political. Like, is this is this the cop out? That's what I'm asking. Because if the supporters can't do it, then the club shouldn't be able to do it. Because then they look like hypocrites. So. The club won't do it, so now we don't do any of this shit, good or bad. Um, we don't do any of it, and too bad, so sad. Code of conduct, like, is this the cop out? Is this how we get out of it? Yeah, it's a good question, and um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that element coming from somewhere. The um, the Independent Supporter Council uh, did put out uh, a statement and said they are trying to, um, you know, approach, you know, on behalf of the supporters groups. Um, especially, especially uh, in regards to that word political and whether or not there's an appeals process, uh, because, you know, having fans removed from, from state, from stadiums for, for holding up, you know, things that are obviously, you know, trying to support, you know, human rights and, and, and good things, um, is is beyond ridiculous and and you know and even you know using fifa as an example not that fifa is any shining light of this but um you know mls like you like we keep saying you know like don't cross the line and they host all these you know these you know featured nights oh let's let's celebrate these people and celebrate this and those are political things we have this fucking military nights and don't tell me that's not political because it is. i will die on for sure and we all know that but mm-hmm it's uh it's beyond hypocritical and and it's ridiculous because football becomes like it's 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 football is meant to well sport is meant to be whatever football is at its nature you know it's such a an equalizing sport anyone can play it you can play it anywhere you just need some open space and a ball like that's that's it really at its core and you don't have to be you know doesn't matter you know age sex color you know monetary background anyone can play this sport um and to have this be something that they've codified is uh is truly disappointing mm. um it's sadly i'm not as i'm not that surprised but I'm... go ahead you're good Oh, okay, I won't say anything right then. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. It's just, you know, it's a for a league that wants to be seen as one of the top leagues on the global scale. This is not the way to do that. 
and this is not the way to treat your fans. And I mean, are there any leagues out there that are particularly you you feel really good about, sort of socially and politically speaking? Not necessarily, no. Yeah. You know, I I, I try I try to pretend really hard that Lazio doesn't exist, and um, a lot of other. Yeah, you know, the Premier League isn't half owned by you know uh, people in like Saudi Arabia and Qatar and Dubai and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. no not at all. Um, no, and 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 you know that's that's a good point, but it doesn't mean that we can't and we shouldn't, you know, that we shouldn't fight against it. So right. I mean, I meant the English Premier League there, obviously not the <laughs> Premier League, not the, the Canadian English Premier League. League. Yeah. Canadian Premier League, I'm assuming, will have you know. The, only the most upstanding citizens. Yes. And banners for all. Yes. That's, 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 you know what, that is something uh, I think, I think perhaps we will look into, listeners of the pod. We will see what the official, if there is one yet. Oh, I'll, I will make some inquiries. How's yes. that? Yeah. Uh, talk to Paul. See what's up. Tell him I say hi. I will. All right. Uh, okay. Moving on. Uh, just a couple little more things here before we leave MLS. Uh, so, you know, again, strength of one game, but DCU handily handing uh, the AU guys a loss uh, was delightful. It was very good to see um, them sort of put together a comprehensive effort and uh, yay go them. Uh, the Loons won a road game. Hey, seems they- early. It was, I don't care. They they don't win on the road. They've won like five road games in their entire existence. This is fantastic. Go them. And Quintero had a really nice match and and the Whitecaps lost. So, haha. Wonderful. Uh, WKRP, FC. Oh boy, they looked bad. <laughs> I don't know if I was the only one that watched that match, but. They had, they had that one nice goal. Mm-hmm. Yes. But who? I mean, how, how long? Yeah, you know, that's four games quicker than TFC scored their first that ever. That is goal. very true. That is an excellent point, Duncan. Everybody's faster. <laughs> true. Yes. Yes. Also we, true. We still hold that record. Yeah. Yeah. For Come like get it. Longer. Come get it, Atlanta. <laughs> oh, too late. Fuck. <laughs> um, Bob Bradley wants to rename the LA Derby doesn't like El Trafico. He wants to call it the LA Classico. Stop, Bob. Oh, well, I, I want to I want to rename Bob to Brad so he can go fuck himself and his scalp bumper buffer. Uh, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> he doesn't get he doesn't get the it's not his he's not in a position to make those decisions. Exactly. Hmm. Is it so is he going for LA Classico or La Classico? Oh, oh, that's that's good. That's Surely it should still, be La Classica. Should be La Classica, yeah. In, but El, El Trafico yeah. I, is is so brilliant. I just that's never going away, Bob. Um, and then CCL. So as we know, Toronto FC are, are out. Uh, the remaining MLS teams, however, are off to a terrible start in CCL play. You mean a terrible start in the second round? Yes, play. that is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was trying to be. I was trying sure. to it way too optimistically. Um. Anyway, both uh yeah. both teams lost two 0 last night, and uh, oh, final. Uh, the Sporks just lost uh two one to Independiente. Oh, In Independiente, 
Uh, no, uh, in uh, in Kansas. In Kansas. Go oh. on. Two away goals for. Oh for no no no! Oh no! I lied. Sorry. Mm. It was the oh. uh, the other the other way. Okay. I guess we'll find out. You know, can you eat churros with a spork? This is what will be settled here. <laughs> Finally, the tough answer is answered. Yes. So that's as long as we get to the bottom of it. That's all. I, that's all I'm hoping for. Um, and then the uh, the AU guys uh, take on Monterey later on tonight. So we'll see what happens there. Anyway, it's uh, you know you want. It's, it's sort of I'm always I'm always torn, you know, when whenever TFC aren't involved, like I, I want I want MLS to I would like an MLS team to eventually win this because I would just like that. Mm. Um, I'm going to go engage on that one. I, don't care. <laughs> uh, of- I, I can get behind a non-Mexican team winning it. Oh, okay. so, team- so, so TFC uh, for Independiente then is what we're saying. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, right now for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll go as far as non MLS. I'll even extend as, or sorry, non Mexican, non, uh, uh, non American MLS team. Sure. Like as, as annoying as Vancouver would be winning it, I'd be more than happy to them win it than say, oh, I don't know, sporting fucking Kansas City. Uh, that would be to me. That would that would kind of be like, you know what? I really hate this league. I, I, I want I want to know there's still some good in the world. I don't care who it goes to as long as it's not one of them. Yeah. Fair. Personally, I want it to be the, the, the first non-Mexican team to win comes from the, the Premier League. Yeah. Oh, the, the English Halifax. Premier League? Halifax, the first non-Mexican team to win. I, oh, Halifax yeah. Town is in, is in the conference, Dunk. What Premier League are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yes, I, that would be hilarious. Actually, I'd be super, super okay if it was like one of the Central American teams. I've got like the shoestring budget with barely a stadium. I would, sure. that would be like, I mean, Saprice has done some good work, but Communicaciones, mm. <laughs> that seems like a really big scarf to put that whole name on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up on the show, CanCon time. Lots of CanCon to get into tonight, so let's dive right in. First up, Mm -hmm. too late. Seven o'clock. I'm I'm out of here. I'm done. Oh, oh, thanks everybody. Yeah, the the Mississauga Metro Stars, uh, who we 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 talk about occasionally. Um, Their slow changeover to the MASL's uh, Toronto FC is almost complete, as Rick Titus has taken over as their head coach. Phil Ionati was fired uh, due to the team's terrible start. So there you go in all things um, Metro Stars. Rick Titus is now the new head coach. Okay, then. What the fuck happened to that guy, Canada Border Services, who was stopping all the good players from coming in? 
Because that uh, he, he probably got yet. fired or something. I don't know. Uh, I know. Uh, the Canadian women's national team, uh, Algarve Cup did not go, you know, maybe as hoped or expected. Wasn't their most successful tournament. However, they did manage to snag the bronze medal today after uh, their match against Sweden ended up going to penalties. And Canada won 6-5 on that. Oh, we scored um, six goals. That's nice. Yes. So there you go. You didn't seem to be able to score already in, you know, regular. In any of the games, yeah. Yeah, right. which is but, why this is where the position they were, yeah. Mm. Yeah, a little uh, a little worrisome maybe as a tune-up heading into, they've only got, I think they've got the friendly against uh, England next month. And then I don't know, they've got anything happening before the Women's World Cup other than that, but hopefully they can score some fucking goals in the World Cup, for Christ's sakes. All right. That'd be nice. Mm. CPL time. And first up on this, of course, I'm so excited. Q's back. Quillen Roberts. Hi. I am so happy I'm that so I happy. have a banner signed by a member of the Hamilton Forge <laughs> FC <laughs> because right. he never fucking played for Toronto FC, and that's the team that the banner was signed on. So I laughed my ass off at a pub in Hamilton when I saw that on the Twitter feed because <laughs> holy crap, it just comes full circle. I, yeah. it, the I, universe was planning for the future for me. Yeah, <laughs> they, they seem like a very community-focused kind of team at the moment, at least. I'm sure there's going to be some kind of event where, hey, come meet Quill and Roberts. You need to take that along and get it signed again. Oh, my God, you so do. Resigned, yes. Yeah. Mark, yeah. you know what? We should give you the flag, and you should get the flag signed whenever you go to these player things. If I know that's happening, I shall bring it. Okay. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Colin Roberts signed by the Forge. Yes, they signed other people, but I do not care. I am just so happy for him. You know, I almost, sorry. It, it almost wouldn't. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just remind me to bring the flag to uh, Battalion Soccer Trivia Night, which is on uh, Thursday, March 28th, between 7 and 10 at Stonewall's Restaurant and, on York Boulevard. Uh, there sure. may not be players there, but there's given, they're giving away prizes and they're giving away uh, a, a private suite for the first game. Mm. Oh, that's right. When 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 you say York Boulevard, do you mean York Street? Like no. downtown Toronto? No. no, no, no. It's a proper boulevard with a thing in the middle. It's York Boulevard. Mm. Like the one in Toronto. York it? Boulevard, except it's in Hamilton and it's nice. Hamilton. Oh, yes. That's unfortunate. Mm. Yeah, it would be unfortunate. If you can't make it, because there's going to be tons of prizes. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's on Facebook. If you're looking for, if all right, right, you were right. saying Italian chill, stop it. You, you were saying something, Kristen, about me bringing a flag to it. I just that triggered everything. <laughs> I'll get all the signatures, maybe at Barton Giant Trivia Soccer Night. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so Colin Roberts with the CPL, which is. Um, Honestly, once uh, his time with LAFC was done was sort of what I was hoping for him. I just want to see, as I always say, I just want to see good things happen for this kid. Um, he's had a bit of a, a tumultuous career so far. Um, That's a good yeah. word. Tumultuous. Thank I you. would say doesn't happen. What's, what's the one word that would be doesn't happen? Absent? Would it be... Yeah. Would it be yeah. 
They cannot can... say that no, about no. a man that scored against Jordan Pickford, okay? So I'm just... suggests kind of going up and down and up and down and, you know, there, there hasn't been a lot of ups to it, really. It hasn't really gone anywhere. Well, no, he's gone to lots of teams, just things haven't happened. So, mm. anyway... Anyway, it'll be will not, you will not dull my joy at Quillen no, Roberts. No, it's, um, it's very good to see him actually like play a whole bunch of games and hey, let's actually see what he can do. That is my hope. He seems yeah, uh, yeah he's, he seems excited to be back home and, and have like a, a, a proper chance, you know, as opposed to I am obviously the third backup to whomever sort of thing. Um Speaking of ex-Toronto FC players, guess who's back? It's Issy. Hey. Let's oh, say Quillen Roberts again. Stop it. Same intro for him. I know. Uh, Pacific FC's latest move has the inhumanely treated international back in Canada, joining Marcus Haber and Marcel De Jong uh, on the Aquaman. And um, you know what? Again, g- good for him. I... You know what? I liked him well enough when he was with Toronto FC. I the, the the way he was let go was both hilarious and awful at the same time. Um, and uh, he's an interesting guy, very very interesting fellow. So, um, and it seems like a good get for them. You know, they've got. Uh, I think everyone's talking about um, about the Handies and the Pony Boys, but I think uh, Aquaman are slowly quietly or not so quietly building a pretty solid squad so i i think that's uh it's going to be interesting to see how you know these guys have all a lot of these guys have played together before right and same thing for for hamilton um you know they a lot of the players know one another so they've got sort of built-in cohesiveness which is which will make interesting for the yeah. first time. I mean, you know the aqua it's like marcus here but it's like Canada from so like you know 2015 or something, yeah. and, and Canada in 2015 was awesome. So, you know, nothing can go wrong. Nothing, nothing at all. That line. Um, we anyway, so, Josh Simpson well, can absolutely actually play for them. Then yeah, uh, oh, uh, player working. Or player owner, I guess, or whatever he is. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so welcome back, Issy. You know what the why what that why the hell not? It's you know what it is. It is nice to see, you know, like Canadian players who are maybe, again, having awkward moments in their careers at least have a place to to land. Um, and you know that's sort of what this is about. It's about developing youth, but you can't immediately develop youth, so you've got to have. Uh, you got to have a little bit of other stuff going on too. So having some, you know, veterans and both internationally and of multiple leagues joining teams is, is a good thing. So huzzah. Yeah. And the, the league should just, I don't actually do it, but the league should put out an announcement on his birthday that he's being traded. You know, put it out on Twitter, make it all like official, make it as if it's actually happened. Then, you know, maybe an hour later or so come up with, oh yeah, for, for whatever reason, we can't actually do this. So it's not happening, but you know, <laughs> Just put it out there that he got traded on his birthday again. Can we can we put hashtag humane though this time? Mm. With the apology. Hilarious. Um oh here we go. Uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, so preseason. Preseason is in full swing for 
um, the CPL. If you follow any of the teams on any form of social media or just, you know, want to check out uh, the website, there's lots of like fun little videos and, and all the sorts of, you know, exciting things and trialists are joining people at camp from the open trials and oh it's all very nice um actually actually it is it's 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 i'm excited that they are to this point now like it's finally you know it's like six weeks away or seven weeks away for the first match and you know it's nice to see the teams coming together and and things happening so um but as we uh briefly touched on dominican republic is actually where they're going uh, at the beginning of April for the rest of the preseason, where they're going to have a very curious decision, really. To go to the DR? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, you, you look at the the talk that's out there about the salary range and all this sort of thing, and you know, yeah, expected attendances and that sort of thing. I don't get the impression that this is a league that's going to be flush with cash, and so like all seven teams and God knows how many media people and this and that are all going to go to the Dominican Republic. I, you know, that could be an extra, you know, 10 or $15,000 per club, you know, to the salary cap or more probably if, if you all just stay home. Seems extravagant. Fair. Well, perhaps, perhaps their new, uh, partner nike is footing the bill since nike is going to be the official footwear and equipment supplier uh, i see what you did there isn't that good um i, I just said i saw what you did i'm not gonna say whether it was good or not <laughs> footing the bill I, mm, yeah. come on oh, oh no no oh no that was that was that was amazing that was I can feel <laughs> your eyes rolling, Mark. That was some that Stop was some Christian, high level Christian comedy. I thought it was. Yeah. No, Speaking of magic, the name of the new ball yeah. for the week is the oh. Merlin. She did it again. That's two for two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I could tell me you've got one for the hat trick. No. Yeah. I uh, Michael Bradley the shit out of this one. I feel like there was a Merlin in Top Gun. I could be wrong, but I feel like there was a Merlin in, in Top Gun or something. I, there was a Merlin in Top Gun. Was he any good? Did he get shot? I, he was, did, did he, he survive? Was one of the teachers. Ah. Well. I'm not sure where to go with that, really, but. No, you know, no, no. Hey. He was. Uh, who was. Merlin was. Uh, who was Merlin? Oh, wait. Or did Merlin die? I lied. Merlin might have died. Merlin was a little handheld toy that looked like a like a like a phone that you could <laughs> play games and and music on. I don't know this Top Gun shit. Mm. Also, I just kind of dated referenced myself, so look it up. It looked like a looked like a phone. Anyway, go on. Now I'm trying to figure out who Merlin was. Now it wasn't who I thought it was. I thought it was uh, Jester, which was Michael Ironside, who was awesome. Um, just as dead. I mean, he wasn't actually dead. He was just pretend dead, but just as dead. We know that much. Yes. Yeah, just as dead. Uh, oh, Merlin yeah, was anyway, played, by Tom, played by Tim Robbins. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I say, I clearly have to watch Top Gun again, but I think I'm good. I've watched it a lot over the years, so I'm probably all right. Yeah, there's a new one coming out soon. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm. 
Um, I feel the need for Gary Speed. Um, so yeah, so we'll, you know, there'll be hopefully, you know, there'll be more signings as the preseason goes on and we'll see what happens with the open trialists that have joined the team, um, teams, uh, and, um, no, but it's, it's just, uh, yay, I guess for more high level league partners, sponsors, whatever that's, you know, Nike's just all over Canadian soccer these days. So it's not really a surprise, um, uh, but thankfully, again, Macron is is taking care of the kits and such, so we don't have stupid Nike kits. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. By the way, if if the fates are listening, I'm ready for those kits now. Oh my god, so much! Just, call, just just let me know. Let me know. Just let me know. Call me in advance. I'll book it off. <laughs> yes, I would say that I will too, but probably will not be able to. But I can dream. It's on a Wednesday. I can go. Um, all right. <laughs> so yes, lots of lots of good stuff happening in CPL, and um, we will have a little bit more CPL-ish talk once we get into TFC talk, which is how we are going to close the show. Cool. some TFC talk where we talk about TFC. Um, Alejandro, Alejandro, it's finally official. Truly, really, 100% official. The pause has landed. Um, TFC's newest DP signing will join the team on March 18th. Um, could not get him here for the home opener, whatever. Um, but I think regardless of, you know, we've, we've talked about how we think he's going to fit in with the team and that sort of thing. Um, I think what is hilarious right now is the, the small contingent or the contingent of people that are truly upset over the number he's wearing. Yeah. It's hilarious. Were we supposed to have retired number 10? Apparently we were supposed to have retired number 10. Yes. Yeah. It is bringing me joy how upset they are by this. It, it is very, very disrespectful to Rowan Ricketts, <laughs> who I think was the, the most glorious number 10 in our history, if I'm remembering correctly. I concur. Yeah, no, it's, nobody, did anybody call, do you think Alejandro tracked down whatever city, town, village he happens to be living in? To call him and get his permission. Permission. His I, I'm sure he wants that. He seems like a respectful guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe just like, bought him a fancy watch or something, you know, to smooth everything over. Probably. It's <laughs> the least he could have done. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's nice to know that the it's finally like done and dealt with. Like, yes, it's officially coming. All right, good. Um you know, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll, what we will see. You know, he's he's a good player. He's got a good skill set. 
He's going to bring things that TFC needs. Um, hopefully he can acclimate fairly quickly. Um, I don't know. We don't know. Again, there's just so many questions. We can't really say much more other than, you know, I think most people are, if not like crazily excited by this, at least looking forward to it. I, I personally am looking forward to having him come here. I'm again, curious to see what he's going to be like. Um, but it's yeah, we won't, we won't get to see him for like a month. So. Hmm. I mean, it would it'd be nice for him to have some tiny, small bit of a preseason, not a preseason, an off season. Yes. Yeah. He's been going since August, if not before. Yeah. I mean, when when has that ever backfired where we signed a player after <laughs> an entire season and then they come here for a longer season, for extra season? I, I, <laughs> I can't I can't see this. It always he's goes flawlessly. He's gonna be so match fit, it's unbelievable. Yeah. All the sports scientists recommend a they like, 16 month season, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be amazing, yes. Um, yeah, because so you know, TFC again had their had their CCL buys worked into this first month, so um, <laughs> they, they play next weekend, yeah. which we'll talk about next week, and then they're off again for two weeks or for almost two weeks. So, um, the 29th is the first time there's even a chance. That he'll play um and then maybe a week later um on april 6th so again who knows but welcome alejandro we look forward to the possibilities yes i'm gonna beat that one into the ground i don't yeah. I all right tfc loaning out all the players mm. in a Perhaps a wee bit of a surprising move. TFC, uh, move. TFC have sent players not just to the Fury, where they sent three players, but they loaned a player to one of the CPL clubs. That's which happened, I happened faster. Yeah, that was way, way earlier than I thought it was going to happen. Yeah, like, yeah, very much surprising. So first, the, the, the loan to Ottawa, which they've been hinting at doing for a while. You know, Manning's made statements about wanting to work with the fury that sort of thing so a couple uh, academy players robert bosovich and uh uh sean hundal and then aiden daniels um who is first team player or has briefly been a first team player um is now loaned out to ottawa so hopefully this is a actual get some minutes into these guys opportunity because you know that's that's what they need and they're not going to get them probably with the first team or you know for the guys with the academy this is a chance to play at a you know nominally higher level than what they would be playing in usl3 right so or whatever it's called um and then the uh the loan to york nine which is where this player is going ryan telfer all right that that's a good signing he looked okayish at times at mls leveling he yeah i do all right in the premier league I, I quite enjoyed Ryan Telfer um, in his short times with uh, with TFC. So, um, again, hopefully this is um, a loan for, you know, expecting him to get significant minutes and, and uh, lots of good playing time and exposure. And, you know, congratulations to, to, to Ryan. Mm -hmm. 
and but yeah no the 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 loan to a cpl team like that i was like oh hello yeah i mean depending on how this works and they say it's a loan for the year i mean if that's what it is i've got no problem with that and if it's the sort of thing ooh, tfc has a bit of an injury crisis so oh, he's back with tfc and then you know a few weeks later he's back at york nine fuck that yeah he's going there for a full year cool you know yeah. there's talk of you know potentially mlse eventually getting a team in the premier league maybe i mean if how they work it is this kind of thing where there's maybe you know players from toronto fc going there on a loan fully for a year not to be interfered with then okay that could yeah. work i i'm i'm all for that yeah but all so, right, well, so 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 this has started happening um are there any other players with tfc that you would loan out for for this reason like you know like for players who are sort of like on the cusp who probably won't get that much time this year or maybe you know have a chance to be you know there might be more bench fodder as opposed to getting a chance to actually play and develop um well you know jordan hamilton (laughs) i mean (laughs) uh, jay chapman yes Clearly, you know, they're never going to let Jed Chapman be a part of the first team for any kind of meaningful minute. So send him somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And I, I put uh, Liam Frazier for the same reason. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because he's got, that kid's got a big upside and he's just like sitting around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have nothing to add to that list. Those are the first three names I thought of. Uh, the order was a little different. I had Chapman first, then Hamilton. But for the most part, like guys who need first team minutes on a, in a regular setting, yeah, like getting like time on the bench does not make a better player. Nope. And and at some point in time, Toronto can go and sign every fucking kid in Southern Ontario to a contract, but they're only doing it to prevent competition not to actually exactly. develop these players with any real sense of of altruism or or dedication to to the betterment of the footy community so for them like more time more meaningful time i i would almost add endo but i i'm optimistic that he's going to get more time this year due to how God, like he was on a very, very abysmal TFC two last year. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Um, and then actually, I added uh, Noble Okello to that. As delighted as I am for him being, you know, getting a professional contract and being brought up to the first team, I also don't think he's going to get a lot of first team minutes. So I would rather see him loaned out to a CPL club where he can play regularly. Agreed. So, mm-hmm. um, of course, that you know that starts to cut away at TFC significantly if we start loaning out all the players. But eh, you know, they still have TAM money to spend, right? What could go wrong? Exactly, nothing. Yeah. Um, are there any players that you want to poach from the CPL in the other direction? Like, hey, can we get a loan up here? Hmm. 
too early. early. That's 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 the only like I. Sorry, who? I, no, I said to, it's to me. It's too early. Like I mean, yeah, there are named players and whatnot that that I've heard of that have had sniffs over overseas and whatnot, but I'm not so worried about those guys. I'm worried about the guys who haven't had a chance to play at an elevated level. And I I say, ask this question again, once the Apertura ends. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so so snobby to say it like that. But when the Apertura is is, is done, ask me that question again and say, I think that guy could be, could be, uh, uh, you know, so-and-so be a great acquisition for, Minnesota, like you know, it may not necessarily be for Toronto. Uh, that'll depend on how good or bad they are. Fair, fair. Um, all right, a couple more things before we leave TFC. Um, that weren't in the rundown. Sorry, guys. Uh, you know how I like to do this. The late season seat holder ticket delivery due to continental delivery issues. What? What continent? Like where are these being shipped from? North America is a continent. It's it's pretty big. Just because there's only two three countries in it, it's still a fairly big continent. So Whoa. you're saying our CDC holder packages are 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 not Canadian made? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there's some uh, you know some factory <laughs> yeah, some factory down in Mexico has uh, stolen our jobs and is making the tickets and all that for sure. Mm. Um, I did see uh, on Twitter, uh, don't die, Duncan, um, who's, who actually came up with a very workable theory, which was tickets were already printed with a shit ton of Seba and Vasquez all over them. I love it. And they are, it takes a long time to reprint 20,000 tickets packages. Yeah, I mean, it was probably about four or five tickets that had Ryan Telfer on them. Now all of a sudden, he's playing for your nine. <laughs> oh, that is so awkward. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so um, so your season ticket holder package will arrive the week of so next week TFC's first match, um, but they are apparently going to be in our account as of tomorrow. Yeah, I think tomorrow we should be able to go in and, you know, post them for it to be sold or transferred or what have you. Well, I've got to transfer to uh, the people that have my other seats, so there we go. Um, yeah. I'll have to get in touch with uh, Dan and his mom. Um, but yeah, it, just, it was just kind of funny, kind of like out of nowhere, very quietly. Oh, by the way, we, we, we can't send your tickets on time. We're sorry. Uh, that's, that's the second time in as many months that TFC failed to deliver. Oh. oh, that's right. Spitting hot fire. Check out my SoundCloud. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a SoundCloud. Um, I sincerely don't have a SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> did, did we still have a vocal minority SoundCloud? If that if that one gentleman who only listened to us off of SoundCloud still listens to us, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I really couldn't be bothered. Yeah. It adds another. It added another twenty-five minutes to the whole upload thing. It's like this should be done. So anyway, mm-hmm. right. apologies. Well, last thing before we go for uh, this evening, uh, Toronto FC fandom documentary. 
So uh, your VMP crew have been uh, involved in uh, a documentary that's been done over the last uh, year about TFC fans. Um, some of it's centering pretty hardly, pretty hardcore around uh, last year's CCL run. Um, anyway. Is this the thing I've seen advertised on, on TSN? It's like the wiki's in it? And is it, that is, it, it is the thing you've seen advertised on TSN. Oh, uh, we're going to so be on TSN. Okay. This, yes, this Tuesday night at 7.30. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I'm going to miss it because I will be coming home from work. So I'm going to slide in the door and watch like half of it, I guess. Um, anyway, so the the documentary that uh, your VMP crew got to take part of, um, along with a lot of other awesome folk on the land of TFC, um, is going to be on. So do tune in next Tuesday, 7.30 TSN. Uh, it's called A Northern Touch. And uh, it is, uh, yeah, we're pretty psyched. Uh, it's always It's always cool to see something um that focuses on the fans and uh again we were you know pretty jazzed to get to take part in it so um you know because you love your vmp crew you will watch and then tell us what you thought be kind hey duncan hey, yeah are you getting the butterfly thingy in your tummy too little bit little I, bit please i i remember them coming and filming us you know yeah. it was a video podcast do we know we actually made the cut and are in the documentary though I, mm. God, wouldn't it be hilarious if we weren't? <laughs> I would. That would kind of entertain me a little uh, bit. Yeah, I would like. I would be a little disappointed because then I, because of course I would have told everybody, "Hey, you should what you you what doing anything on Tuesday night?" Like that's going to be uncomfortable. That people responding to me going, "Yeah, I watched this TFC documentary. It was good." Like, I'm not telling them why to listen or watch it. I should say, just you should watch it. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't want to get their hopes up. Fuck. Yeah. And we better be on there because I mean, if I remember correctly, Tony actually showed up for that episode. Yes. I did he? No, no, he couldn't. No, he he could not. He, he wasn't there. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, well, then I really hope we, we get on. Yeah. There. Now I really need yeah. to be on there. Hope yeah. Tony did not show up. Oh God, that would be actually. Now I'm in that boat. I'm in a lot of boats with this, so yeah, I can tell. Just, yes, yeah. it's so I'm, I'm a marina of emotions. Okay, just, <laughs> just a phrase never uttered by 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 men. Hey, anywhere. talking of marinas of emotions, uh, the Leafs just scored. Fuck you, Vancouver. I thought you were going to make a Mariner reference. I know. I was like, "What's happening here?" Um, what, what well, Monterey's up one nil on the AU guys, though. Good. This is not going to be live when I post it. I just want to let both of you know that <laughs> you're going to be giving people information they probably already knew. But spoiler alert: the Leafs score first against the Canucks. Oh, is it a spoiler? to watch the game. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Um, join us next week as we look ahead to TFC's home opener. Yes. So, hey. I know. Who's it's, going? I'm going. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going. Oh, bless you too. <laughs> I know. Yes, because we know you and Tony will not be there. Um, it's our weekend. Eight o'clock on a Sunday in the middle of March. Oh, God, it is an eight o'clock Sunday. God damn it. It's 7.30. Hello. That's marginally better. <laughs>
Um, we will see what's happening uh, in the land of the CPL and whatever else is going on. So uh, I want to thank my two charming panelists. Hey, uh, two new leaves. <laughs> to be found out on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. <laughs> um, out there in the Twitterverse at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Okay, a couple things. One, Duncan, I owe you like about 18 bless you's from throughout the episode. Two, uh, yeah. leaf scoring, and here I'm thinking you were just happy to hear the compliment, uh, is, offends me on a couple levels. And three, hey, Barton, Barton Battalion uh, Soccer Trivia Night is March 28th on Thursday it. in Hamilton. Stonewall's Restaurant in Hamilton. Uh, details, check out the Facebook. Jesus. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet at Casey Knowles. Yes, the entire internet. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. I'm just trying to figure out why I, I I literally have every volume and every setting set to as loud as it can be. And I was, hey, there's Duncan. Duncan, Duncan if you can hear us, raise yeah, wave. Okay, good. Throw up fingers. <laughs> throw up two fingers. Those are the correct two fingers. Okay, whatever you're doing or saying or doing, it's not showing up on my waveform, so it's not like I'm not picking you up. Nobody's picking you up. No. We should just do the let's read lips version of this episode. And Duncan said it's not a, it's more amusing for us than it would be for you, Dunk. Also, too, I'm staring at the fucking monitor like you can you're looking right at me, so that makes it even funnier. All right, let's do yes or no questions, Dunk. All right. <laughs> do you have a little speaker icon in the bottom right of your screen? Yes, he does. <laughs> Right-click on that icon. Okay. Do you have an option that says recording options? Why the fuck not? <laughs> Saying something about a sausage roll, I think. Ah, uh, fuck. I feel like if you're going to talk to us, Dunk, you should really enunciate your words so we can figure it out better. I feel like he's reading tech support. I'm not going to just... I'm not gonna... Oh! Hello? Holy shit! Fucking Hacker Supreme. Look at this guy. Hooray. <laughs> okay. Well... Here we are. Well, that's all we had time for this episode of Local Minority. <laughs> Tune in next week where Tony may or may not be joining us. Yeah.